1: Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bucas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling.
2: Praise the name of Jesus for he all by himself is worthy. Amen. Amen. I'm thankful on tonight just for the privilege of being here in the presence of the Lord and all of you who've gathered both in person and online. We know that it is still early yet. So um, just in case you have another party to get to, we want you to at least work yourself up before you get there. Okay. Amen. Um, and so I want to thank God for all of those who have come before me on this evening for our dance uh, team. Uh, praise God for them, for our um, guest artists, spoken word. Everyone uh, has just done marvelously. And as everything was kind of taking place, it was as if God was just pulling all the pieces together, all the pieces together, all the pieces together. And so I'm, um, I'm grateful uh, for the opportunity to come step in in this next segment um, and share a word with you. Typically on this um, New Year's Eve, uh, which I will do this year as well, is I'll share the theme that we'll also um, utilize for 2023 um, throughout our year that we might focus on throughout the year. And so I'm praying even now as God is um uh trying to just accomplish God's will in his way that he wants it done. And so um pray for me and pray with me as we as we delve into this uh, text on tonight. If you have your Bible with you on this evening and you should, uh, I want to invite your attention to the book of Acts uh chapter 1. We'll look at verse number 8. The word of the Lord from Acts chapter 1, verse 8 reads like this. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Pray with me, please. Father, we we need you that you might speak clearly tonight, that you might prepare us leaving out of one year to go into the next. Father, I need you as a strength in my body to accomplish your will, to speak what thus saith the Lord, guide my tongue, guide my thoughts, guide this time, Lord God, of experience in your word. Father, I pray that you would tear down the barriers that have hindered us from hearing from you for every demonic presence that showed up for this worship experience that has come to keep your people from being set free tonight. I pray, God, that you would bind every spirit that's not like you, that you would cast them out and asunder, Lord, that your people might hear clearly from you. Lord, whether they're viewing via live stream, whether they pick this message up over the radio or whether they're here in person to hear it, or even if they hear some translation of this message through someone who heard it, God, use this word to transform lives so that we'll never be the same. Save someone, God, who's lost. Reclaim someone who's drifting. Father, encourage someone who's lost all hope. Let your will be done and let your way be accomplished. And Lord, when it's all said and done, I'll give your name all the glory and all the honor and all the praise. It's in Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving and expectation and the people of God said together, Amen. Amen. This evening, Kettering, as we approach this preaching moment, I was considering how we come to this time every single year. And every year, as the new year approaches, not only are people looking forward to the next year in hopes always that it will be better. I have yet to have heard anyone say, you know what, Um, this year was so good that I'm really hoping next year just ain't as good. It's always with this attitude that I want next year to be better than this year. Seems to be our attitude all the time. But we also are oftentimes around now, leaving out of one year, moving into the next year, inundated with promises From pastors and preachers and motivational speakers and internet, social media hype men and women that are going to tell you that with no effort of your own, your life is going to be better next year. I mean, without any change to the same mentality that you've carried through this year they throw out these awesome promises that next year it's going to be better. And we buy into that and we we have hope in that. (laughs) And and the year comes and goes and we think that just because the calendar changed that all of a sudden we're going to stop being lazy. We're going to stop eating too much and exercising too little. I'm just talking, y'all. I ain't talking to nobody. We think just because it moved from one year to the next. I mean, yesterday you was that way. And so just because the calendar changed, we think that all of a sudden we're going to make all the right decisions. We're going to cut off all the cancerous people in our lives. And you know, those people have been in your contacts since 1998. And they haven't changed either. They're still cancerous. But we, we move from year to year with this expectation that all, all without any involvement, without any change, our spiritual life is going to get better. I'm going to pray more next year. Didn't you say that last year? I'm going to be a church. I'm going to get involved in a ministry. And I can testify that didn't happen. <laughs> Just in case you needed a witness. Because I didn't see you. go through this whole cycle of things, and we think that things are just going to get better. Our career is going to get better. We're going to you know, go to school. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We've got all these hopes and dreams. You know, and the biggest one is always, we're going to lose some weight. Praise the Lord, somebody. And um, all of that we think is just going to happen because the calendar changed. And we're going to be different in the same strength of the previous year in the next year. And so I I just want to suggest a few things. If you've been using the same strength for the last 10 years and nothing has changed. Amidst all the hopes and all the promises of all the people who have told you and prophesied into your life, it's going to get better. And you're still doing the same thing that you, was been, that you were doing. I just want to encourage you on something. I want, I want to help you. It's not going to change in the same strength. I'm sorry. Bearer of bad news. but Let me suggest something to you as well. I, I, and, and, I, and that is that all of our issues are not chance issues or chance related. The things that go on in our lives just don't happen by chance. Not everything that, that happens just happens by chance. And so we think by chance it's going to change. No, there are, some, there are some real spiritual warfare issues that we're dealing with. Y'all still here with me? Um, the, they're, they're not just mental problems, and there are people, and there are those that are de- I'm not diminishing that. There are those that are dealing with true, real mental issues. There are those that are dealing with true, real physical issues. But all of our issues are not just merely mental or physical. In fact, the reality is even some of our mental and physical problems are a result of a spiritual attack on your life. I'm going to preach way better than y'all saying amen. So it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm coming up your street. I'm just taking my time getting there. I got a long porch. That means I've got a long introduction. Okay. So I'm just going to walk through my porch this morning or this evening and, and get you there eventually. But spiritually, um, we are being impacted by powers and principalities in spiritual places. That's real. Ephesians 6 lets us know. Uh, We're not just wrestling against flesh and blood, but we're wrestling against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. That's That's what we're up against. And if... I keep trying to fight spiritual warfare with physical weapons and promises from people who are only trying to promote themselves. Then I will keep on ending my years defeated. Spiritually defeated. Physically defeated. Emotionally defeated. And nothing is ever going to change. Y'all stay here with me. I want to encourage you in 2023 through this text that we have in front of us on tonight and through the other text that we will examine over the next few and several weeks. I want to encourage you to in in 2023 to walk differently. Okay. I want to give some context to this particular passage that I'm in right here, because this alone might not be beneficial to you. Um, to apply if you don't understand how we got here and what what jesus has done before he says this and so i need to take you back to john's gospel where in john jesus knows he's about to be crucified he knows he's going to have to leave his disciples and in john Somewhere around chapter fourteen, and you, you're very familiar with it. He he lets his disciples know, "I, I gotta leave you," but he, he says to them, he gives them this message, "I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I will come back to you uh, in in the latter in, in the later days. I'm coming back. I'm not just going to leave you here by yourself, but I'm coming back to you. And we'll we'll dig into those uh, texts later on in the next few weeks, um, so you can kind of get some more." Depth to that as well, but um, he says, um, I, 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 I want you to understand something. I'm going to send you a walking companion who, who will walk with you when I'm gone. Help me, Lord. I've been walking with you now for three years. You've watched me. You've witnessed me. You've seen the power and the manifestation of what has happened through me. And I'm getting ready to leave you, but I don't want you to be discouraged. Don't let your heart be troubled. I'm I'm going to send you... Uh, a a comforter I'm going to send you a walking companion who will walk with you and I want you to know that this walking companion comes with power y'all still here and so for this year 2023 I want me to use uh, for us and for the purpose of this message on tonight, the theme, walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. I just lost about half of my Baptist people. My Pentecostal people, their legs are shaking right now. Oh, yes, yes, yes. My holiness people, they ready to jump. they ready to jump. They're they ready to jump. They say, Pastor, come on, come on, come on. My Baptist people are like, mm, mm, no but the Holy Spirit stuff. Help me, Jesus. And, and, and that's one of the reasons why we're still living the same way. Can I be honest with us? The truth is that we are spending a lot of our sa- saved and sanctified days not walking in the power that was made available to us. Um, I have a, I'm a car guy. I love cars. And um, I have, I, I bought another truck. I didn't need it, but I bought it anyway. So, Okay. That's my sin. I'm confessing. And so far, I really haven't really got into it yet. Y- y- y'all know what I mean. I just I've been driving it nicely. Just <laughs> respectfully. But it's, it's a V8. It's a 5.7 liter V8 and it takes a lot of gas, a lot of gas. And so I was, I was going somewhere the other day and I needed to move this truck just a little bit faster than I was moving it. So in other words, I was sitting on 5.7 liters of V8 power. But I was driving it in eco mode like a little old lady on her way to church. Y'all still here with me? So on this occasion, this one occasion, since I bought the new truck, it's been about three or four months. On this one occasion, my wife probably different, but on this one occasion, I got into it a little bit, just a little bit. And I realized the massive power. I had. it was exuberating well, pastor why you say that story because there's a lot of people living their life as christians and they're walking in eco mode like a little old lady on her way to church But it's not because you don't have the power. You've got the power. You're just not accessing it or using it. The text says, and you shall receive power. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you. The Holy Holy Ghost, that's um, an original King James version of the text. That scares Baptist people. Talking about the Holy Ghost. So I think for the, you know, New International Version, for the um, um, New King James Version, for the, I think the, um, some of the other modern versions, they, they softened it for the Baptist people. And they called it the Holy Spirit. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And the idea, I think, that I really want to push for us in 2023 is to walk in that power. Of the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm, I'm going to scare some of y'all along the way. This, I'm going to be honest. With you. Some of y'all going to get scared. Don't get scared, though. Just just hold on. Hold on. Because everything I'm telling you is in the word. I'm not, I'm not making up nothing. It's, it's in the word. And so, But I want you to understand that when you use the power, it might scare you a little bit. At first, because you've been driving in eco mode, you didn't even know you had a turbo. Y'all still here? So I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm, we're going to walk our way through over the next few Weeks. So in this text, walking in the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus says to his disciples, now when we get to Acts, Jesus has already been crucified. He's been resurrected from the dead. He's been showing himself to his disciples and showed up to them and showed up to them and showed up to him. And now at this particular point, he's getting ready to ascend to heaven. So he's getting ready to leave them for good. And this this is the last thing he says to them as he uh, is getting ready to ascend to glory. He's getting ready to leave them there. And he lets them know. He'd already let them know, look, I need you to go to Jerusalem. I need you to go and wait there because I'm going to meet you there. And when he gets there to, to have this conversation with them, he says to them, look, I'm getting ready to leave you. And when I leave you. You shall, watch this, you shall be, uh, how do I use, what do I say? Um, you shall be relieved of the power you have because the power that that's with you won't be with you anymore. In other words, the power that you have is me. I've been with you for three years. I have done marvelous things in your midst. I've been the power you've relied on, but I'm getting ready to leave. And so you're going to be, you're going to be in a position where you no longer have that power with you. That's what he says. And that's what he says. But you shall receive power. Why does he say that? He says that because when I leave, you won't have it. And, and perhaps the thought of some is, how are we going to deal now with all the challenges that come our way when you're gone, Jesus? So he lets them know, without me, you won't have power, but I thought about you. I, I have plans for you. And when I go, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to make sure that, that I'm going to send some power back for you. Y'all still here? I, I need somebody to hear this when he's, when, listen, he, when, when I, Jesus, I hear Jesus. When I, the all powerful omnipotent God leaves, there's no power. When I'm not walking in the, in the, in the presence and with the almighty omnipotent God, I have no power. Y'all still here with me when I'm walking alone and trying to figure it out by myself, I have no power. I am without power when he's not with me. I have no power. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how how rich you are. I don't care how educated you are. Without him, you have no power. I don't care how connected you are. I don't care who your friends are. I don't care how high in power they may sit. But without him, you have no power. There's no power. Without him, we're nothing. We have no power there's no power without him there's just no power you have no power to wage war in the spiritual realm without me I'm leaving you I'm taking all my power with me because when I got up from the grave I got up with all the power and I'm going back to glory with my power and when I leave you when I'm no longer in your presence you won't have power but you shall receive power i'm loving this because while i was with you disciples while i was present with you i had power to heal the sick and to raise the dead i had power to feed those that were hungry with what we had i was able to multiply it and feed thousands I was able to remove demons from people and I was able to face the enemy to his face and I was able to deal with that with my power. I was even able to go to the grave and get up.
1: To continue our journey, tune in next week for the second half of today's message. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions and support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, Please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us in person for one of our spirit-filled worship services Sundays at 10 a.m. at the Legacy Center located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Buchas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family